Hello there and welcome to episode 70 of the Whiskey Winter Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lewis, certified bourbon steward from the State and Thief Society and Maker's Mark Ambassador. Thanks for tuning in to episode 70. Hard to believe it's 70 episodes later. I appreciate each and every one of you listening in. Let's get right to it because you're here to hear about whiskey. WorldWhiskeyDay.com has some interesting facts and figures regarding the world of whiskey. And I was explaining to somebody tonight I was talking with, and they were saying, man, you know, you know about whiskey. And, and I thought, well, there's so much more to learn. And that's the thing about it. When you learn about whiskey, there's so much more to learn. Want to share American history through a whiskey glass by Harris Cooper. If you're looking for some great information, a great book, try to pick up. Maybe you go to Amazon.com. Look at Harris Cooper's American History Through a Whiskey Glass, How Distilled Spirits, Domestic Cuisine, and Popular Music Help Shape a Nation. So check it out if you want to learn more American history and whiskey. That's a fantastic book with a lot of great resources and information about the world of whiskey. And of course, one of my favorite ones, of course, I'm going to mention, Whiskey Distilled, A Populist Guide to the Water of Life by whiskey expert Heather Green. Going back to worldwhiskeyday.com, some of the facts and figures I wanted to share with you that they talked about, and I'm a Maker's Mark ambassador, and I've read this before in another source, another place, that the famous red wax sealed Maker's Mark bottle was designed by the distillery owner's wife, Margie Samuels. Samuels wanted something that would stand out in the liquor store and reassure drinkers that this bourbon was quality made. She also came up with the name, which comes from the mark of the maker, a signature that indicates a product is handmade. And more and more often than not, I keep reading as we get closer to picnic season, we start getting the warmer weather here in the U.S., in the Northern Hemisphere, we start getting closer to you know springtime and on the way towards summer. Don't forget, Maker's Mark have some nice bourbon and barbecue. Bourbon and barbecue, a perfect match. And a perfect pairing. And even Fred Minnick one time on one of his YouTube clips. Check him out. Fred Minnick. Look at his YouTube channel. He's got great information that he can give you. I learned a lot from those video clips as well. And from Heather Green too. And other sources. But Fred Minnick, I still never forget the time he talked about that uh, he actually said the best bourbon to have with food was Maker's Mark. A great one to pair with food, Maker's Mark, and I and I and I really love it. It was actually, as I said, I feel I can be an ambassador for Maker's Mark because it was the very first bottle of bourbon I ever finished, and I have a lot of bottles of bourbon here at home, uh, quite a variety. So, facts and figures about the world of whiskey. So interesting to read about these uh, quite a bit. I really enjoy reading these. You know, John or Johnny Walker was a grocer actually in Scotland in the mid-1800s who specialized in blending tea before he decided to start blending whiskey. And that is actually the most uh, popular whiskey in the world is uh, Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker is the most popular whiskey in the world when you look at overall whiskey. Now, when you, when you break it down to uh, American whiskey, Jack Daniels is the most popular of the American whiskeys internationally. 
But when you compare the two, if you look at overall for whiskey, whether it's bourbon, whether it's scotch, Johnny Walker still has the has the lead there on world production. Johnny Walker, the most uh, popular as far as uh, bottles, basically, uh, in the world. And then, of course, you have Jack Daniels, which is the most popular American whiskey in the world. So Jack Daniels is the number one uh, popularity as far as American whiskey, which is international. But when you look at the international uh, side of things, then Johnny Walker actually would be number one uh, on that, on the production and the bottles that go out in popularity worldwide. Jack Daniels, of course, the most popular in this country, but for a long time it was actually Crown Royal. Crown Royal is one of my favorites. Really enjoy Crown Royal. One of my personal favorites. So it's interesting when you read about the history of these uh, individuals and how they started uh, their um, you know careers and what they were doing and all that kind of stuff. Ardbeg, speaking about uh, Scotch whiskey here, Ardbeg actually. Uh, sent whiskey to the International Space Station to test how zero gravity affects the maturation. So I thought that was a uh, pretty much an interesting uh, thing there. Mountain Dew. I know there's a lot of Mountain Dew. Actually, I was mentioning this to somebody one time. The Mountain Dew was actually originally meant to be a whiskey chaser. Whiskey is the official state beverage of Alabama. At least the time of the writing of these particular uh, facts and uh, figures. During World War II, many bourbon distilleries were converted in order to make fuel and penicillin. So, interesting facts and figures. Don't have time to share a whole uh, lot of them, but we know that. Uh, I was reading something about Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra, again, he loved, he really put a plug on uh, Jack Daniels. He called it the nectar of the gods. And uh, he was quite the promo, Mr. Frank Sinatra, on getting, definitely getting uh, Jack Daniels on the map. Huge. And uh, they have actually, I was reading something about the Frank Sinatra, uh, Jack Daniels. They have a special uh, bottle in, in his honor. So they do some different things. Uh, with that uh, particular um, whiskey. And I checked one time in Idaho where this podcast is from, and you can't get Frank Sinatra. I couldn't find anywhere in Boise. And I don't think, I can't remember even they had a bottle in the state of Idaho. I'd have to go check on that and see if it's available. But that's something that you can go, uh, do if you go to the liquor store and just kind of check them out and see, hey, where is that a bottle of Frank Sinatra? Or maybe go online and see if you can find that. But Frank Sinatra, Mr. Frank Sinatra, uh, called the Nectar of the Gods, and he really loved it. And uh, so maybe you'll find yourself a special bottle of Frank Sinatra uh, from Jack Daniels. In honor of him. An unaged American whiskey is often called white dog. So if you ever hear that terminology, you think, oh, what does white dog mean? Well, white dog is just an unaged American whiskey, uh, which is called uh, white dog. So... I was actually, ironically enough, when I read this next interesting fact and figure, and one of my personal favorites actually is the Glenn Fettick. Glenn Fettick, actually, and Glenn Fettick is the actual name. Glenn means uh, valley. When you look at the Gaelic, Glenn means valley. So that's why you'll read like Glenn Levitt, uh, Glenn Fettick. And Glenn Fettick actually is the, uh, means 
Glen means valley, and the Glenfiddich, or I should say Glenfiddich, means uh, valley of the deer or valley of the stag, I should say. And uh, that's why they have a little stag on the on the bottle. And there, there's a reason that the bottle is actually triangular because it goes back to like the pillars from what I remember off the top of my head, uh, the pillars of great whiskey. And they talked about air, water and barley. And so there's a reason that that bottle is triangled and it goes back to the, the pillars of great whiskey. And again, Glen Fettick, one of my personal favorites. Love it. It's a great entry whiskey. Love it. It's fantastic. I've got Glen Fettick here, and uh, it's it's really, really good. Last I checked, it's been a while since I've been in a liquor store, but a 750-milliliter bottle will run about $50. And uh, so I usually get kind of like the get like a 375-milliliter bottle, and uh, usually we'll end up with like paying $25 for it. And you know, if you're a bourbon fan, I highly recommend. Now, that will run... Uh, it was spendy for me. It's about 50, I think I paid about $57, including tax. Uh, and, you know, so around that $60 mark for Glenfiddich 14. That one's uh, Glenfiddich 14 uh, actually was made in bourbon casks. And if you're a bourbon fan, I highly recommend Glenfiddich. Smooth. You get that bourbon flavor too. And a great single malt scotch. One of my personal favorites is Glenfiddich 12. And then, of course, Glenfiddich 14 is the one that's made in the bourbon casks. So if you're looking for that bottle, uh, sometimes that bottle's kind of hard to find. But uh, that's why sometimes I think it's good to, if you find a bottle like that, just buy it and uh, spend yourself the dollars. And uh, you'll be glad you did. And uh, sometimes those are the, the ones that, like I said, I kicked myself for not getting Henry McKenna when it won Best of Show at uh, San Francisco World Spirits Competition and uh, a number of years ago. And uh, I thought, oh, man, I should have got that bottle. I had that bottle in my hand. And as soon as it went best to show, and it was only the second bourbon in the history of the San Francisco Spirits Competition, that was, it was only the second bourbon that won overall best whiskey at that particular show. So anyway, Glenfiddich, fantastic. And Glenfiddich, actually, uh, as, as I was mentioning, the three pillars, the triangular shape is to represent the three pillars of whiskey making. And again, air, water, and barley. And so get yourself some Glenfiddich. Fantastic. And it's a great entry one, too. A great entry one. And I know I made a mistake one time. I won't tell you which one I had, but I was introduced to the world of uh, scotch. And it was it was like heavy peat, heavy smoke. And I was like, oh, is this all whiskey? And all I should say all scotch whiskey tastes like this with heavy peat and heavy smoke. And I was, uh, as I learned more about whiskey, and uh, now I can see which ones that are not as smoky and peaty, and they have some really great entry-level ones, and Glenfiddich would be a great one, um, really a great one to have. So anyway, uh, I always enjoy going to liquor stores if I can, just looking at different varieties. And interestingly enough, Sir Nikola Tesla, right? We hear about the Tesla vehicle, right? We think about Elon Musk, and we think about Tesla and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, there was uh, Sir Nikola Tesla, and he actually drank whiskey every day because he thought that it would make him live for 150 years. Now, we talked about Grace Jones, uh, the oldest living uh, woman in Britain a number of years ago, lived to 112, started drinking at age 50, and she drank the famous grouse blended scotch whiskey, which is very popular in the UK, which is equivalent to our Jack Daniels in this country. And uh, she lived 112. And uh, they're saying, and the doctor was mentioned it was good for her heart. 
So I think I'll be uh, drinking some. Sometimes I have a hard choice trying to decide what to drink, though. You know, because sometimes I like a couple shots before bed, and uh, then I sometimes I wake up uh, with a little better sleep. And again, I always talk about balance and moderation, all those kind of things, too. So I always like to read interesting uh, facts and figures uh, about whiskey. The average whiskey measure, or I should say the average measure of whiskey, that is, contains just 64 calories, fewer than a banana. Now, it's been a while since I've checked, but reading from the uh, worldwhiskeyday.com, at least that's what they're uh, claiming. And uh, if you want to look that up and then do some more research, and that's why I say to listeners, you do your research, do your homework, uh, look up facts and figures, get yourself books. And as Heather Green, I really appreciate watching her one time on a YouTube clip. And she said, we can become our own whiskey experts. We really can. And so now for me, I want to go the extra step and become a certified bourbon steward and take a test and have people that, that know a lot about whiskey back in Kentucky and read what I, you know, I had to write like an essay on, you know, running, you know, how to, what do I do for a bourbon flight and why? And, and you have to know, you know, what you're talking about. And on that particular, I know I was talking to the registrar one time and they were mentioned to me saying that for the test, just for the, and they have like executive bourbon, which is like the next level. And that you have to actually go back to Kentucky and it's, and it's, you know, hundreds of dollars um, for that certification. And uh, I'd love to have that one, one of these days if I can get back there in person in Kentucky. And they, uh, or, and actually I have been in Kentucky. That was uh, quite a while ago. And uh, so maybe one day I can get back there. And point being is that when you, uh, there's, there's just so much uh, to study, but we can become, I really appreciate learning about becoming your own expert and these kind of things too. And, and I know talking to the registrar, she was mentioned to me uh, back there uh, in Kentucky that uh, for the certification and they read the test and they're saying, you know, you had to score like at least an 80, 80% before, uh, to, before they even read your uh, essay on how you would do a bourbon flight. So anyway, I enjoy reading the, that kind of information. And uh, I was mentioning somebody uh, tonight too recently that one of the very first things I learned, one of the very, very, very first things I learned, I never forget because remember firsts on things in life. And I remember uh, learning that nobody likes a bourbon snob. So nobody likes a bourbon snob. And so anyway, uh, I thought, yeah, that's something that, uh, that sticks uh, with me there. In 1956, whiskey replaced William in the NATO phonetic alphabet. So I thought that that is some interesting uh, stuff there. Uh, definitely, definitely interesting. For those that like a little American history, George Washington was the only founding father to commercially operate a distillery. It was one of the biggest distilleries of its time, but was unfortunately destroyed by a fire a few years after opening. So a little bit of history, American history on that one and um, all that kind of good stuff. Pot still whiskey. When you hear about that, pot still whiskey is made by combining both malted and unmalted barley in the mash bill prior to fermentation and the distilling in traditional copper pot stills. A lot of interesting things. In 2017, Scottish scientists powered a car using a biofuel derived from whiskey residue. Rachel Berry was the first female master whiskey blender that has paved the way for even more women joining the industry. 
So paying homage to Rachel Berry. And I know that, uh, which is interesting, one of the things I was reading too was when you look at, for example, um, John Jameson, the founder of John Jameson Irish Whiskey, actually came from Scotland. He actually came from Scotland. But he makes, I love Jameson Irish Whiskey, uh, fantastic, smooth, as you know, just so smooth, and uh, just a lovely uh, Irish whiskey. And uh, so John Jameson, pick up some Jameson. I've got Jameson here, Irish whiskey. And like I said, I've got Canadian whiskey, I've got Irish whiskey. I've got, you know, bourbon. I've got Tennessee whiskey. And uh, I've got some, you know, a variety, quite a variety of, of whiskey as well. So anyway, remember, I, I, and I, I wish I could talk more, but I don't want to make this, I made this podcast probably too long already, but trying to give you a little bonus material. I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much for listening in on the Whiskey Wonder podcast. Uh, I always appreciate anybody that's listening. Hope you learned some great things. And uh, remember, thank you so much for listening because I know there's a lot of podcasts that you could uh, listen to. But I'm always hoping that you learn some things. Anybody that listens out there, it's worth your time, worth your while, uh, not wasting your time. But you enjoy listening to podcasts. I appreciate the regular listeners and uh, around the world, too. Uh, I'd have to count how many countries. I think we're at like 22 on the podcast, 22 or 23 countries around the world at least one time has listened to this podcast and probably about 100 20 to 150 cities in the U.S. And we've hit major markets, Dallas. You know, we've been in uh, Los Angeles, New York, New York, a lot of major cities uh, around the United States, Seattle, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington, uh, San Francisco, California, Los Angeles, California. And uh, so many, so many cities that I won't have time to, to uh, mention all the cities, but thank you to, to each and every one of you and, and all around the world too. I feel like it's like an international family and we can kind of do kind of a fireside chat and uh, kind of get together. And again, feel free to contact me, uh, whiskey winter podcast at gmail.com whiskey winter podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, check out uh, Ken. We've uh, done podcasts together kensbar.org. So kensbar.org. He's got some interesting information on there. And if you need a barmaid, feel free to uh, go ahead and contact my friends at woodlab, woodlab.co, woodlab.co. So go ahead and check them out and they can make a good, and I want to do that right now. I'm going to go to woodlab, make sure I'm telling you the truth here. Woodlab.co. I'm going to type that in. And see what I got here for you, and see if my see if my computer is going to work. I believe it's Woodlab. Exactly, I was right. Woodlab.co. That's Woodlab.co. They make beautiful furnitures. They have like a staircase, first in the world, that's been designed. Imagine the kind of bar they can design for you. Woodlab. Dot co. And don't forget to check out kensbar.org. So thank you for tuning in to episode 70 of the Whiskey Wonder Podcast. Remember, always drink safely, responsibly, and with moderation. Thanks for tuning in and cheers.